And it's not about the end goal as much as it is about the process, right? Because I also believe you can shift what your resolution or goal is as it's going. Welcome to Unlocking College Life. Real talk about all things college. The best part of this podcast is that your voice is part of the show. Other students care what you have to say. So through your questions, your feedback, and your real talk, we all grow together. Let's dive in with your hosts, Joy and Alona. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Unlocking College Life. It is 2022. I know a lot of you have probably heard the meme of it's 2020, comma, two, but I don't believe that. <laughs> but I think it's pretty funny and I can also relate to it. And I think Alona and I today would like to talk a little bit about the new year because New Year's are exciting and they bring a lot of hope and they do give students an opportunity to reset and and wish for new things. And so we also know that the concept of resolutions comes back up around this time. And so we just want to take a little time to just discuss how that goes and what are the pros and cons of setting resolutions, because I think all of you out there probably know that it doesn't always go as well as people want it to. And there's lots of reasons for that. So we want to dig into that a little bit. I don't know if you have thoughts right away, Alona. So I think it's such a loaded topic. And I'm sure we could go on with many directions here. But it also makes me wonder, though, when we come into the new year, oftentimes energized, is it simply also even just the result of maybe resting hopefully over the break or maybe holidays. And I understand not everyone did, but I mean, just making a point that if we actually allow ourselves to rest, there may be this renewed energy. I don't necessarily believe that there has to be a specific time or day when people decide to make these changes. It makes sense to me from a business perspective because there are new business cycles and stuff like that. But in general, I believe more sort of in setting more of a direction and then specific goals that will keep me sort of in that direction. So in business, we talk about KPIs, the key performance indicators. I think that there's nothing wrong with goals because they kind of keep you focused and you can evaluate if it worked, didn't work. Obviously, if I want to defend my dissertation this year, there are going to have to be some goals that will get me there, some markers. And so I think they're good. They keep us focused. They keep us on track and sort of moving and rewarding us and all of that. But I do think that it can get loaded because we often set unreasonable expectations and goals that are not achievable. And some of us will make a long list of goals and it's not even practically feasible to get it done in a week or day. And so that's where I would just caution. And for me, we do a little bit of it in my family as well. And we have some visual learners. And so we do vision boards. But again, it's more themes, right? So if I want more generosity or kindness in my life, there are going to be visual reminders of that. But how I execute that each day is just going to vary. So there's no 100% that I have to achieve each day in order for me to say at the end of the day, today I've been kind or generous. So having some direction, having some ideas and really staying on it, but also not getting wrapped up in these unreasonable, unrealistic expectations, because that becomes counterproductive, because what happens if I don't achieve that exactly? What then? So those are my initial thoughts on this. I love that you brought up vision boards, because I was honestly going to say that, because I think what Alona and I were talking about just before we 
started recording was we want students to really think about their values. A lot of times what our goals are or what we think, oh, I wish I could do this or I want to do this more or this less. That's rooted in your values. That's rooted in, and, and I will do this with students sometimes, we'll do what's called value sort, where we have a bunch of cards and they pick values. But I'll often say, don't just pick the ones that you relate to, because usually we have the pick, I don't know, 10. I'll say pick two or three aspirational values. So those could be about anything. It could be about leadership. It could be about health. But that signals to you that that's something that's really important. So I think when we are considering resolutions or goals, get grounded in what the value is. Because to me, that's the foundation of whatever the thing is. So for example, if someone's goal is to exercise more in whatever way, where it sometimes goes awry is we can be, I'm just sort of picturing a student in their bed late at night reading all these inspirational posts about like you can do it start tomorrow and it is inspirational it can feel like yes I can do everything and I can do this and then the reality of the next couple days setting in is oh yeah my life is still the same (laughs) maybe I don't even know what kind of exercise do I love maybe all my friends like to go to the gym and run on the treadmill and I hate that that's okay or maybe you think I'm gonna start running on the treadmill three times a week And then when you go to do it, you're like utterly bored. This is also how I feel on the treadmill. (laughs) P.S. And so I found other things. But I think what can happen and what I've heard students say is when they set goals, they go try it. They idealize it in their head. When they're actually out there, it's not as easy, not as fun, insert whatever word, and then they abandon it. And what I think we really want you to consider is, okay, that's just more information. I don't like this, or this isn't the right time of day, or I actually want a buddy. So can you be adaptable and go back to what was the value? It might be health or fitness or whatever. So how do you still stay on the track of the value, which is why I think vision boards or vision whatever is can be helpful. It allows for you to switch what the actual mechanism is while staying on the path of what you want. Which, you know, as we have talked about in our previous episodes, that is what makes it sustainable. Because if I want to be active, who says it has to be running on treadmill? And it truly, I may discover that that really is not for me, but maybe taking a salsa class is the way I stay active and have fun with my friends. So, yeah, I really appreciate that. And I was also laughing because I saw this meme or a quote that said, shout out to everyone who said they would start eating healthy in the new year and already decided to wait until Monday. I mean, this touches on so many different things. And of course, diets are often part of the resolutions. And we know diets don't work. And we could go on and on about this, but it speaks to how effective or ineffective this type of thinking can be. For me, also, a lot of this is, I tend to sort of think about this, what do I want to take with me moving forward? What do I want to leave behind? And so I'm aware for myself that last two years have been a lot of hustle. We are in mental health and mental health has exploded. And so our agency has been really trying to work with as many folks as we can, but we keep quality versus quantity at the forefront as well. And so it's been this friction of how to deliver more, but also maintain quality. And as a leader, you know, I'm very aware of not burning out our staff, because then we can really help folks and then sort of looking back at 
Although I will, I am a believer, don't look back too much because that's not where you go and you're going forward. But I do think that the past can inform our decisions and really stay focused. So for me, it's going to be, I've gotten lost a little bit in the hustle and the hustle will stay there. I lead a big business, but also balancing that more. And for me, if I don't schedule things, they don't happen. So for me right now, my days are sort of divided into a couple of different categories. And that is, yes, work and business. Yes, family and friends, but also sort of well-being, right? Whatever goes in there, whether I read a book or exercise today. So really making sure that I'm making deposits in all of these categories. And I know that there can be tension when it's time for finals and midterms. And we have talked about this ad nauseum. But for me, sort of refocusing on the balance and sustainability are going to be two big ones. Yeah, and I think what you're also saying there is sort of the difference between setting just kind of one-sided goals and also having kind of approach to life where you're integrating these on a daily basis or a weekly basis. It's not just, I'm going to do this for three months, and then sometimes it can feel too much. And so how do you really almost have checks on how am I doing with well-being with friends. I mean, that's actually where what I was going to bring up was sometimes there's sort of an over-focus on the physical dimension when we're talking about resolutions about food, about exercise. But I do think after the last two years of the pandemic, we've talked so much about connection and friends that I can also imagine that students are might be sort of setting intentions around, okay, do I want to connect with more people, with fewer people? Are, what am I learning about my relationships? Because that has been in some ways, while it's been stressed, in the pandemic, it's also allowed people to really figure out what they value in terms of their connections, whether these are intimate relationships, whether they're friendships, but what have you really found that you want? And if you're setting a goal for that, oh yeah, I need to reach out more. I need to like put myself out there. Or for some people, it might be the opposite. It might be, I really need to set better boundaries and spend more time focusing on myself or focusing on school or whatever it is, I think that's another place where we can get curious about what are the ways that we're able to do that and what are the things that get in our way. I think when things get in our way, the reaction is to get defensive or avoid it. And we're often encouraging you to actually shine a light on that. When you when there's something that gets in the way or there's a barrier or it gets hard, that's where you have the most information about okay, why is this hard? What could I do differently? Who could I ask about it? Who could I ask for help with? I think that could supposed to be the most helpful thing mm-hmm. when things are difficult to shift. Yeah, there's information. So oftentimes keeping some sort of a log or journal on that, there can be information that really emerges that will tell us, yeah, I actually don't like this. I do believe that there is something inspiring around a new year. So I, I don't want you to hear us say abandon resolutions. What I want you to hear us say is, yes, this is an opportunity. It is really easy to think of the new year as a new beginning, even though, as Alona said, you can start a new beginning any of the 365 days. You get that. But if you are the kind of person that wants a fresh start right now, that's great. How do you sort of get there? And so we're encouraging you to do is really think about what's underneath whatever your goal is, whether it's about school, whether it's about social life, whether it's about exercise, whatever, what's underneath that? And maybe what's three to five ways you can accomplish it instead of that one thing. 
give yourself options to try. And then I do believe and go back to the vision board thing. It doesn't have to be a vision board. You guys can Google vision board if you want. But I do think there is something helpful about having either a visual that you're always kind of coming back. Oh, yeah, that's where that came from. Polona said she has sort of like a checklist or a planner or something that allows her to sort of almost check in with herself about how am I doing? And it's not about the end goal as much as it is about the process. Because I also believe you can shift what your resolution or goal is as it's going instead of you just thinking, oh, I failed at that. I did that didn't work. Okay, how can it evolve? How can you give yourself options for accomplishing that or growing in that area instead of sort of having just this like singular focus that might not work? And that's okay. Absolutely. Yeah, I believe in the visual reminders. It's in my kitchen. My kids often use magazines and cut out reminders from there. I think, again, we can get so lost in the shuffle and sort of in the hustle throughout the year. So it's nice when you glance there. It's, oh, yeah, I said that this is sort of going to be the theme for my year. Am I doing anything about that these days? Or or do I want to? And writing it down, too. I mean, that's actually reminding me that I had set some fitness goals last year that I actually found my journal from maybe it wasn't January, but it was pretty early on in 2021. And I looked back and I was able to say, oh, yeah, I did shift some things. These are like very minor goals. I can now do pretty decent double unders, (laughs) but I care. Like that's like big for me. But that didn't happen by magic. And it also didn't happen by me obsessing about it either. A slow process over a year. And that's the other thing. Sometimes with the irrationality of these Mm -hmm. things is how quickly you think things are going to happen. Things take a long time time. And when you see somebody doing something and they're really good at it, I guarantee you that's because they practiced a ton, a ton, especially if they look super natural at it. They put in hours. Yes. And that's like a good reminder. Well, happy 2022, everyone. We hope this gives you a little jump start to any sort of goals or resolutions you are considering for this year. And we'll have some students on in the coming months too to talk about this as well. So And I would just say go easy on yourself. Again, have a vision, have some specific goals, have freedom to adjust them, evaluate, revisit. And don't forget to celebrate victories. I think that recently I'm actually exploring this idea of seasons in life. I can have plenty of productivity season, but where are the seasons that we sort of hibernate or refresh, recharge, reflect, celebrate. So I want more of that in my life. So don't forget that either. And we look forward to hearing from you and seeing how the year goes. And when we say next year, what are you taking with you? What are you leaving behind? We'll see what that is. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, we'll talk to y'all next time. Take care of yourself. Thanks for listening. Please rate and review us on your favorite pod platform. Share with your friends if this is making you think about and participate in college differently. We want to hear from you. Connect with us on Instagram and let us know how it's going. This podcast is not professional advice or replacement for therapy. If you need professional advice, You should find it with professionals in your area, such as your primary care physician or therapist.